This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Cesiaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 6th of May. In your Squeeze today, getting Aussie cricketers home. Derek Chauvin's lawyers seek a new trial. Donald Trump is back. And understanding the great unknown. This is your Squiz today. Starting in India, Claire, and we spoke yesterday about how the Indian Premier League has now been suspended. What that means is that more than 30 Aussie cricketers, coaches, umpires and commentators are effectively stranded in India due to our government's strict policy on anyone returning to Australia from the country. But Cricket Australia has hatched a plan. They have hatched a plan. They've been working with the Indian cricket governing body to get those Australians out of India. There's a plan that's being hatched to get them either to the Maldives or to Sri Lanka, where they would wait it out until the 15th of May. That, of course, is the date that the government says that that temporary travel ban could be lifted. From there, they would be flown home on a charter flight. There has been plenty said about that group of cricketers in India. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has said in the past that they went there under their own steam and they have to wait it out like anyone else. For anyone wondering, this arrangement to get them home is a private one with no help from our government. It also means that until the government changes their policy on those who have been in India returning to Australia, they can't come home. And if they do, they face criminal sanctions. Yeah, just like everyone else. And a lot has been said since Cricket Australia and the local players association announced that arrangement. Uh, It's not, though, just cricketers who are concerned uh, about what's happening with Australians in India. Uh, And everyone from private citizens to the United Nations has taken aim at that measure that for the first time levels criminal sanctions against Australian citizens for entering Australia. As for others looking to come home, Australia's High Commissioner to India, Barry O'Farrell, and yes, he was the former New South Wales Premier. Yesterday, he said there are now 9,000 Aussies in India who have registered as wanting to come home, and 900 of them are considered to be vulnerable. In a completely unrelated incident, but still kind of about cricket, four men were arrested by New South Wales police yesterday over the alleged kidnapping of former Aussie test player Stuart McGill. The incident happened on Sydney's lower North Shore in April, and in a twist, the brother of Stuart McGill's partner, stay with me, has been arrested for his alleged involvement in the kidnapping. Such a bizarre thing to pop up in the news (laughs) cycle, isn't it? But that certainly did happen yesterday. Uh, What appears to have happened, according to police, Police is that he was confronted in that lower North Shore suburb on the 14th of April. Uh, he was put into a vehicle and he was driven to Sydney Southwest. There he was assaulted and threatened by a gun by this group of men. Uh, he was released an hour later, but he didn't report it to police for six days because he said that he was fearful for his family. The police yesterday were quite understanding of that, saying that, as you could imagine, it would have been a fairly terrifying kind of event. Uh, Also, what has uh, been said a little bit more overnight is that uh, it's not believed that McGill had anything to do with that group. Uh, He didn't have any personal debt to the kidnappers, although he was targeted for money, police believe. Uh, That group of men have been described as a drug-dealing crime gang, so a bit more to come on this one. But, yeah, a very strange one indeed. Yeah, a really strange one. The four men were denied 
Bale yesterday. As for McGill, he was considered to be a great bowler in his day. Problem was, he was up against the king of spin, Shane Warne, for selection. Earlier this week, Christine Holgate, the former CEO of Australia Post, threatened to sue the Australian government over her departure from the company unless it agreed to sit down and chat with her, what's more formally known as mediation talks. Quick recap, she says she was unlawfully stood down over the purchase of Cartier watches as a reward for senior execs, and also that she was bullied by both the Australia Post chairman Lucio Di Bartolomeo and Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Now, Australia Post has called Christine Holgate to make her compensation demands public. Yeah, and the idea with that is that uh, Australia Post says that it needs to be transparent about the processes. They go back and forth with her. Uh, They also say the reason to do that is that there is extreme public interest in the matter. Of course, when it comes to any financial settlement with Holgate, that will be taxpayer funded. And uh, there's a sense that because of that, having it all out in the open is the right thing to do. Of course, legal mediation usually doesn't work like that. There's confidentiality kind of clauses put into these sorts of things. But uh, when it comes to actually settling all of this, it's not off particularly on a good foot. Uh, As you say, Holgate set a deadline of last night for mediation talks to start, and that was a deadline that wasn't met by Australia Post. As for the new CEO, Australia Post has already named Paul Graham, formerly the head of logistics at Woolworths, as the new boss of the company. He's due to start in September. Last month, Claire, a 12-person jury took just 10 hours to unanimously convict Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer, of three counts of second and third degree murder and manslaughter of George Floyd. Now Chauvin's lawyers have filed a motion for a new trial. Yeah, what they say is that he wasn't afforded a fair trial, particularly due to the heavy media coverage of George Floyd's death. Uh, They also say that there was misconduct by the jury, by prosecutors and by the judge. That all comes down to how that trial was conducted. It's not unusual for a new trial to be requested, but in this case, Minneapolis defence attorney Mike Brandt said it's unlikely Chauvin's conviction will be overturned. After a four-month hiatus from social media, somewhat forced given he was banned from his favourite platform, Twitter, a webpage titled From the Desk of Donald J. Trump was unveiled yesterday. Yeah, it's not quite the social media platform from the Trump team that people were expecting. It really is just a webpage where you can share his musings on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, What his team says is, watch this space, that there could be more coming on that front in the future. But certainly what it does is give people a way of injecting Trump's views into their own social media feeds. And that will be something to watch out for in the future. Yeah, it's something Trump will need to develop if he wants to get amongst it after Facebook upheld his indefinite ban overnight. Facebook said it will review the decision in another six months. Time for a bit of a weather report, Claire. Oh, look, as we're coming into winter, of course, there's lots of question marks about what kind of wardrobe we need to get ready for, whether it's going to be rainy, which, of course, we haven't had a lot of in recent years. And that is really what we need to prepare for. Pretty much draw a line across Australia and anything uh, south of that middle line is going to get quite a bit more rain. Uh, It's interesting, of course, because La Nina has left our shores, but the rain keeps on coming, apparently. 
Could have been a weather woman in another life, Claire. (laughs) From the country, as I said yesterday, we've got a firm interest in the weather. (laughs) All that comes as Australia's southeast experienced one of its driest Aprils on record, following one of the wettest marches on record. It's hard to keep up. Squeeze the day, Claire, and this one is perfect for us today because it's the anniversary of the founding of SpaceX by Elon Musk. He did that in 2002, and he's one feature of our Squeeze Shortcut this week on the modern day space race. So much going on with space, people going to the moon, uh, all sorts of rovers and other shuttles going to Mars, uh, lots of satellites being launched and lots of private investments. So we've taken a look at that in our Squish Shortcuts for this week. A link to that is in your episode notes. That's all from us. Enjoy your Thursday and we'll be back tomorrow. talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.